Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. An Erio's original. Hey, Maria. Yeah, Amanda? Let's go on a vacation. Uh, I'm still a little nervous about traveling. But what if I told you that we could take our dream vacation without ever leaving the house? Like a playcation? Exactly. everybody welcome to playcation i'm amanda and i'm maria each week we plan fantasy vacations to the same location and you vote on whose trip you'd rather take it's so sad it just might be fun well 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 we're back uh we're back again unpacking and packing once again that's right and if you if you all aren't listening to our friday our Friday mini episodes, you definitely should. Those are our unpacking episodes. And that's where we we read your reviews, read your thoughts and concerns from Twitter and our emails. And we really can can de- we can just kind of like, what do you call it when you talk about something? Decompress. Yeah. <laughs> and you yeah. know what it is? It's like, have you ever, you know, when you get home from a trip, and you want to make someone sit through the slideshow of all the pictures you oh, took? It's the worst. No ha- one wants to see it. I know. I know. But you've done it to people, right? I've had it done to me. I've been, um, I've been, I've seen like three hour long professionally made photo slideshows of that's people's really trips. intense. That's like some, that's like s- s- some s- form of trauma. <sighs> Yeah. That's not right to do. It was, That's like it was. It's it's if you weren't there, if you weren't there and you're not a master storyteller and you're not and the thing is, it's like even if you are a master storyteller, you're not showing the pictures in a way where you're telling a cohesive story. You're just going, "Oh, and that's where we ate lunch that day." You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, not everyone's up to our level. <laughs> <laughs> What I love is looking at people's travel pictures, maybe on Instagram, where you can flip own. through on your own time. Send them to me if you go on a trip. I want to know. I want to see. I'm not saying I don't want to see. Let me flip through them while I'm doing something else. You know what I mean? Let me flip through them on my own time. And maybe I'll linger on one longer than than maybe you would have expected I would have because, ooh, isn't that pretty? But if you're in control of, you know, the clicker or anything, and I'm just sitting there going... You know, how many and I don't need to see pictures of museums that I can see online. I'll tell you that much right now. Well, you know how I feel about that. Like, I don't even need to go to the museums if I can see them online. (laughs) That's like when I went to. Were you? No, it was with Neil. I went to the Louvre. Oh, no. It's when you remember that big boat in Sweden? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you feel you've been there because I showed you pictures from it. Well, and you went. And so I said, you know what? I'd rather go antique shopping um, and come back with a bunch of cool souvenirs that I value and cherish than go out of my way to see this big boat, which is apparently incredible. And I really missed out. The Vasa ship. Um, But now it's like, I just know in a couple of years, I'll think I was there. You already do. I think you, we've been talking to people and you've been saying, I went and saw that boat. And I've said, no, you did. You did not go see the boat. Well, I might as Um, well have. (laughs) And I will let you know that I did leave with a souvenir from the Vasa Museum as well. And it was a, it's a beautiful, like gold leafed mug. That does sound nice. Now, and then I went to the ABBA Museum by myself. You didn't come to that with me either. I was trolloping around. I was trolling around the old town. <laughs> Isn't that funny? We went on a trip together and we both did our own things, just like this podcast. <laughs> we both said, we'll see you tonight. I'm doing my own thing. And then where was our third companion? She was off doing her own thing. Yeah, Nilo was there. Who knows? We were all We all traveled together and said, see ya. None of us wanted to do the same things. And I think that's okay. (laughs) I do too. I think it's healthy. I want to remind our listeners that as we go through our trip today to Prince Edward Island, you can follow along on our custom Google Maps that we post in the show notes. We tag all of the locations we're talking about in there. So um, if you want to play along as you're listening, that's a great to do and also if you want to vote for whose trip you'd rather take and we announce the winners on the unpacking episode uh, you can follow us at the big ones pod on twitter and we also post uh, maria makes these beautiful collages Thank of you. our trip so that's also a way to get a visual okay oh and just a reminder that this week we're traveling to prince edward island canada and last week we spun the wheel of adventure i am roughing it with a budget of zero to fifty dollars a night i'm traveling for a wedding and i have a gift card and i am traveling on a luxury budget which is 650 dollars to two thousand dollars a night on a girl's on a girl's trip Oh, and I have to see some form of, of live entertainment. All right. Well, should we should we dive into you know should we should we put on our Canadian you know f- flag sweatshirts and and mosey on up to Canada? Let's go. Travel time from LAX to Prince Edward Island is around nine hours and usually requires a layover in one of Canada's big cities like Toronto. You can also take a 75-minute ferry from Nova Scotia. Prince Edward Island's peak tourism season is brief, running six or seven weeks from early July through late August. Prince Edward Island is one of the 13 provinces and territories of Canada. It is the smallest province in terms of land area and population, but the most densely populated. Its capital and largest city is Charlottetown, located on the south shore of the island. LonelyPlanet.com writes, Fringed by grassy bluffs, flat pastures, and miles of rust-red sand, Prince Edward Island presents a postcard-worthy picture of pastoral Canada. Every summer, thousands of tourists descend on the island to visit its beaches and seaside villages, many of which lie within the boundaries of Prince Edward Island National Park. 
Famed for its shellfish, lobsters, and oysters, the island excels in farm-to-table dining, and it's a great place to experience modern Canadian cuisine at its finest. CultureTrip.com writes, located in the Gulf of St. Lawrence, northeast of Maine, it offers a unique fusion of land and sea traditions that draw on Scottish, Irish, English, and French heritages that converged with the native Mi'kmaq people during the colonial period. Travel and Leisure says, those looking for a quaint vacation destination full of authentic local charm and leisurely living should visit Prince Edward Island. Known for its tinted dunes and beaches which get their coloring from the high iron content in the sand. The island is notably most famous as the home of the beloved literary character Anne Shirley from L.M. Montgomery's early 1900s novel Anne of Green Gables. Prince Edward Island was featured heavily as the backdrop of the book and wildly popular 1980s miniseries. LonelyPlanet.com says the astonishing thing is how little the island's landscape has changed since the writing of Anne of Green Gables. Farmhouses, fields, creeks and dunes straight out of a children's storybook. Okay, let's play Cation. So, Amanda, you went first last week, so it is my turn to take you on my trip to Prince Edward Island. Well, I'm just really looking forward to this because I know you're a big uh, gable head. Well, I'll I'll let you in on a little secret. I had the VHSs growing up. I saw it as a very young child. I hadn't seen it since. And to prepare for this, I actually rewatched the miniseries. There's a there's a online streaming service called Gazebo TV. I don't know. It's a Canadian streaming service, and it's my it's my bread and butter. It is. Anne of Green Gables, Avonlea, just like period dramas, cottage core. It's just like it's called gazebo. So you can imagine what it is. It's just really beautiful countryside uh, content. <laughs> it does sound perfect for you. They have it all on there. And I rewatched it and I hadn't seen it in years. Now, I have a quick question because I have to admit, I know nothing about Anne of Green Gables. I know I watched, I think, some Avonlea growing up, but it was yeah. I just wasn't I, I don't know what it is and so what is it it's a woman on a farm and <laughs> so what is it by god so what what Anne of green gables is it's a story about a girl named Anne shirley who is an orphan in like the halifax region it's a canadian you know it, it, it's it's canadian literature and it's this girl who's orphaned in halifax area of canada and she gets sent to live on this farm in in, on Prince Edward Island by these two, this brother and sister that are older, um, and they're looking for a farmhand, a little boy. They don't get a boy, they get Anne. And Anne is like, oh my God, you can't send me back. And Anne's got her head in the clouds. She loves her books. She loves her books. She kind of talks like she's in a book, which can get kind of scary at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's she's just like really loves reading and writing and theater and everything. And this is different than this farming community. Like they, you know, this is different than a lot of them think. And so she kind and it turns this town upside down with her new way of thinking and it's just little vignettes of kind of her growing up in this town and her friends she has a best friend Diana and she has this love interest uh, Gilbert and then there's a sequel Anne of Avonlea and that's when she becomes a teacher and a writer and and uh, then Avonlea which was what you wrote is kind of the next I, generation I didn't write it, actually I <laughs> 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 is what you watched, which is the next generation of like 
of like that same town, but a new oh, little girl shows I up. I see. Okay, okay, I got it. Well, I look forward to hearing about your placation and maybe seeing some aspects of this integrated into it. Sure. Okay, so as a reminder, I got a luxury vacation. With, it's a girl's trip, and we got to see live entertainment. Okay, so in my story, I know we've been playing different characters, but in my story, I'm playing Maria uh, just, you know, in, a, in, a, in another kind of reality. It's just kind of like a, a step to the side of Maria now. Okay. And I have just come into some money. Wow. Yeah, because I'll tell you why. I just got an idea sold on Shark Tank. <gasps> wow. What was the idea? And that idea is my is an actual Maria idea, and I'm copywriting it right now, which is my salt straw. Have you heard about my salt straw? It's my margarita salt straw. Okay, okay. Let, is the whole straw made of salt? Because I'm already yeah. I have questions. <laughs> it's like you know how a salt lick is kind of like a block of salt. It's it's like that. It's like that, but it's it's a it's a straw in the shape of a straw and you put it in your margarita so you always get a little bit of salt within your margarita sip and so you're not worried about the salt sort of melting you know because when exposed to water salt dissolves. it would be so slowly it would be so slowly and you know i would kind of work with some sort of scientist to get to get it equally you know, another, it wouldn't, maybe it's not completely made of salt, but it's got enough salt in it, but it's biodegradable. Okay. So maybe it's lined with salt. Yeah. Um, and okay. So now of course I'm involved and I want, I want <laughs> no, 50, 50 split. Not. Yes, I do. It I want, my... if you line it with salt, it's 50, 50. It's already been lined with salt. It's already been lined with salt. I'll put you on the board. How about that? I'll give you a stake in the company. In the salt straw company. I'll give you $5,000 for 57% of the company. (laughs) No, you're not on Shark Tank. Okay. okay. And I did, I guess, who would I have picked? I guess I would have picked Mr. Wonderful because I think he would have given, he would have been like, you know what? I can take this to the top. And I would have said, okay, great. And so I've come into quite a bit of money now because it's taking off and people saw me on TV and I'm really on a high at the moment okay okay so so I decide that I'm gonna take myself and three of my girlfriends and I'm not going to say who they are but um you know they're three you know because it could I I didn't pick three specific girlfriends in my real life but like I have a feeling of who they might be who would really enjoy this trip I think I know who it is all right well it's that's Catherine you know, you'll never it's know. Mary Catherine and it's <laughs> Maggie Maria's oh high school girlfriends. <laughs> Am I wrong? Okay, so you got it. Well, I'm never going to say, but you might be on the right. You might. I'll, I'll take it to my I grade. I see old Amanda's sitting this one out. Well, I, you've never seen Anna Green Gables. You didn't even know what Avonlea was. You think I'm too uncouth for Prince Edward Island, you snooty bitch. You'd have been with your Bergain like <laughs> sweatshirt that you got at the gift shop, being like, "When are we getting? When are we getting our cocktails?" <laughs> and I couldn't have that energy here. Okay, go on, go on. But their names in this are Chloe, Zoe, and Penny. No, now you're yes, you're confusing worlds. No, I'm not. I told you this is a step to the right. This is a very okay. strange okay. world. So it's Maria, so Chloe, being, Zoe, and Penny. So what we do, we so we've been uh, best girlfriends for years, but we don't really. We only kind of see each other, 
you know, on special occasions now because we live in different parts of the country. We don't really and like, you know, we see each other like during weddings or when people have babies, but we've never had like a girl's trip. And so this is really fun. And so when I come into this money, I'm like, you guys, I'm going to treat you. I'm going to I'm going to treat you to this fun Prince Edward Island vacay. And they're like, great. So we go. So. This is going to be a four-day trip split between two parts of the island, okay? So there's going to be one that's kind of more city-centric. That's going to be the first part, and then one that's going to be a more coastal vibe. Okay. So we fly into Toronto, and then you have to take a flight from Toronto to Charlottetown. So what we're going to do is when we get into Charlottetown, we're going to stay our first night at the Slaymaker and Nichols Gastro House. So this is a restaurant on the bottom and then on top it's a hotel. It's a three room inn basically. And it's based on like um, this store, this circus story, uh, Mm. which is, which is like, that's what the, the rooms are kind of based around. Like there's three guest rooms. There's the Miss Franklin. There's the Miss Frank Nixon room, the general Scott room and the Mademoiselle Caroline room. And each of them have a story like uh, the Miss Frank Nixon room is go back in time in this vintage inspired yet glamorous studio suite. The room was designed with the thoughts of how a young woman of the time would have gone about her day. Perhaps the room she would have been in to prepare for her moment in the spotlight as a ballet dancer in the circus. Um, But the rooms are really lovely and Victorian wrought iron beds, claw footed bathtubs. Do you see do you see how cute they are? Yes, they look super cute. Um, yeah, I, I love it. Right in the heart of Charlottetown. So now I will say this. Prince Edward Island is a lot cheaper than you would think. And I don't know if you ran across this, Amanda, but, you know, this this hotel is about $400 a night. But since what I'm doing is I'm getting three rooms and I'm paying for Basically, I'm renting out the, the inn. It's going to be about $2,100 for two nights. Okay. So... So that's right in the range I should be because I'm I'm renting out the whole place. But it is crazy because you think like this really is the like Mar- it's got Martha's Vineyard vibes. It's got that that um, New England-esque vibe that would be so much more expensive in New England than it is on Prince Edward Island. And that's what I've kind of uh, picked up on about Prince Edward Island. It is very similar to the Cape or something in New England, but it's a little bit more chill. Yeah. And yeah, this place looks really cute. They have a very like um, a sweet uh, their their menu is all sort of circus themed. It's called brunchy and lunchy. And so there's like, you know, something called uh, queso, Syrah, Syrah, um, something called pistol peat, uh, water for elephants, which is a gin and watermelon based cocktail. So yeah, this wow. this place is really cute. It seems like it has you know a lot of a lot of history here. Um, yeah, and it's all you know circus based. And I know how much you love circuses. <laughs> Actually, I'm against any circus that has animals in it. So um, this you know I will make sure that this is as that. close as you get. So circus Olay is as close as I get to a circus. <laughs> so I dip my toe in. So Charlottetown is actually a really cute, bustling little town. It's the largest town on Prince Edward Island. And what we're going to do is we're going to get an early dinner at Dave's Lobster. And this is you the, the best lobster rolls on Prince Edward Island. I mean, lobster is a must when you're visiting the island. It's a must. It's, it's a must. And this lobster roll looks good. It looks classic. 
classic. It's a very it's a very clean, you know, white wood plank restaurant. They only have, I think, lobster rolls and hot dogs. That's all you can get and chips and maybe some slaw. Like it's there. It's it's they're no pun intended. They're bread and butter. All right. So that night. What's going to happen is we are going to go on a private ghost walking tour, Amanda, <gasps> of Charlottetown. So this is usually like a, a group tour, but because I have my Shark Tank money, I'm going to I'm going to opt to have it be just I'm going to call and be like, hey, I'm I want to pay like, a you know, a couple hundred dollars and they'll probably be like full they fall off their chairs. You know, and I'll go. Can you give me one of your tour guides? Because I not only want like the spooky ghost tour, I want to do the cemetery tours as well like I want to like incorporate a couple of them okay but this spooky Charlottetown ghost tour is this hour-long tour you can take through Charlottetown where you learn the the spooky history and haunted history of the historic downtown it's led by a local storytelling guide um you walk through through the town they say it's not terrifying or graphic but I will I will pay them extra to make it as graphic as possible now I'm seeing here on the website that the tour guide at least the one that they're sort of advertising her name is Jessica and she's a sort of a local professional in the art and craft of a well-told story and has over 12 year professional storytelling experience yeah, and so just and she is wearing a costume, correct? She's wearing a costume. She's got a little like Mary Poppins hat on, and it says she also is a top one hundred author in the historical romance novel section. Ooh, that's awesome. Okay, so what well, I didn't the, know that. What is some of the scary history that you would be seeing? Because I didn't pick up. Um, like they what are said, is there murders or what's happening here? I guess the circus. I mean, you're probably hearing the wails of the of the, <laughs> the tortured elements. animals. Um, I read somewhere. You know, I didn't get into. Uh, I'm going to tell you what. There have been some stones left unturned. This is. Um, you know, I'll be the first to <laughs> to say it. But I read something about there's some sort of haunted painting. There's a ghost ship. There's a phantom oh, ship has classic. been has been seen. There's a, there's a couple graveyards there that I'm sure they'll they'll walk us through. Now we do meet someone on our tour, and okay. this is a this is a a girl who's um you know we we say can we do this tour private and they're like yes and then there's this girl that kind of sh- that shows up halfway through the tour at one of the cemeteries and she's like can I can I just can you know be on this tour with you guys and we're like yeah sure she seems really cool like honestly like if i'm thinking about her she's acting a lot like you amanda and she's like really cool wow cool i love a tour crashing a tour so her name's lucy and she's like she's in she's she actually grew up on on the island <gasps> she's like so cool that we get drinks with her afterwards she's like really awesome and we tell her we say hey we're gonna be taking a road trip tomorrow do you want to come and she's like yeah i would honestly love to and i could like even give you some like the island like i could t- like talk to you about it as we go through and we're like yeah so and she's, she's like it's add- gonna be seven hundred seven thousand five hundred dollars and i need it i no. need half up front no <laughs> No, she, you never no, see she her says again. It's great. She says I'm bored. She says I'm bored. My family, you know, like I, you know, I don't talk to my family anymore. We end up falling out. But basically, she joins our road trip, and it's really fun. So, Amanda, I would like you to be in this role because I feel like it is an Amanda vibe, and so you are on this trip now. Okay, thank you. Yes, love it. I've crashed. 
So what happens is the next day, we're going to rent a car and we're going to take the Points East Coastal Drive. This takes you through arguably the most picturesque reason arguably the most picturesque region of the island okay and it's on like all the best of lists of prince edward island basically it's like thinking of it as like a highway one from like big sur you know like that kind of area it just Mm. takes you along the southern coast of prince edward island so we're going to be taking that from charlottetown all the way to our next destination and along the lines you pass like a bunch of historic villages some really nice lighthouses um there's this place called the wood island lighthouse and it's just like really really beautiful scenery and it's going to take about two hours without stopping but we'll probably stop at a few places along the way until we get to our next hotel which is the inn at bay fortune so this is this is kind of this beautiful gorgeous country cottage beach lodge um, oh they, and yes got, i've seen i've yes this is on my radar actually so this is this actually if we want to you know play some inside baseball here the the woman who played morella who who was Anne of green gables the one who took Anne of green gables in in the story the woman who played that who who actually had a relationship with like george c scott and was a public theater actress and was like this big tony award winner this was her summer home on the island Wow. So they con- wow. yeah, so they converted it into this beautiful uh, hotel, this inn. And we so we arrive and if you guys you really go check out this place. They have a sister property which is called the Inn at at um uh, Fortune, Fortune Bridge. Bridge. And it's just as cute, but it's not as grand. So yeah, we're going to be staying here and we're going to be staying in the tower, the tower rooms. Some are large, some are cozy, but all are luxurious and blessed with million dollar views. And they're a perfect home base for anyone exploring the island. So I'm going to get four rooms in the tower for each of my friends. And that those go between like $280 to about $500 a night. So, so it's still so, under budget for you. But I am paying for every, because the thing is, it's like the other inn, I bought out the entire inn for me and my friends. So that was like, you know, I feel like that is in the guidelines. Here's the difference. If I was on like an eat, pray, love, I couldn't stay at these places, I don't think, because it, I would have to like go get, I would have to find a different way. But if I'm with my girlfriends and I'm paying for them all, I feel like I can. Yeah. So, yeah, this is between $280, a night. And then if I'm getting three rooms, that that does keep me in, in my budget. But these rooms are so gorgeous and bright. They all, most of them have like fireplaces and wood floors and... It's just a really nice property, honestly. And this whole resort, it's, it's on an organic farm. Yeah. And we are going, so we are going to be taking advantage of that. So, so they have this thing called the fireworks feast and we are going to be doing that that night. You can reserve for one to 20 people. It's overseen by chef Michael Smith, who uses the organic farm on the grounds to create a 10 course feast. He calls fireworks. The meals are served family style at a long butcher block table with everything from local fish to chowder to bread cooked from a roaring 25 foot open Uh, outdoor brick oven and then before dinner guests are invited to mingle over a locally brewed beer including the refreshing beach chair lager Mm. there are mounds of fresh oysters and it's all farmed 
uh, in the bay off the western shore of the island. So it's this beautiful feast we're going to have. It looks amazing. I've seen pictures here. It looks like there's this big, fresh, like lobster salad. And um, there seems to be a tray with edible flowers on it and just squash and chicken being grilled over these open flames and um, oysters. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this, I actually, this crossed my path too. And I was like, oh my God, this looks amazing. And honestly, like when I do plan a real trip here, it's going to be, you really, it's, it's so much less expensive than you'd think. And it looks absolutely incredible. $50 a person? Insane. Well, the one I'm looking at says it's $175 a person. The one I'm seeing is says this year it's 175 per person, but that includes oh. a farm tour and an oyster and a 6 p.m. oyster happy hour. Jeez Louise. Oh, I see. Yeah, you're right. It is uh, adult feast 175. And Lucy's not that like she's like very she, she, she like enjoys looking at the farm. But at the end of the day, she's like, oh, I'm not that hungry. So <laughs> why? <laughs> so wait, why is not Lucy hungry? I don't know. So we, after our feast, the night isn't over because we are heading to the Rollo Bay Fiddle Festival. They have this fiddle festival uh, on this festival grounds. And it's this like really cute barn red stage with like a little picket fence. And people go and, and, and they've just got people playing traditional like Celtic music and fiddles. And it looks like a rip roaring good time and people just dance around in the sunset under some string lights it's a lot of fun now I have to say I'm so so far I'm really surprised that you haven't done more Anne of Green Gables stuff because I I thought that was the direction you were going to go and because when I was researching um PEI Prince Edward Island that's what us locals call it Mm mm-hmm I was like, wow, it's actually known for its like vibrant live music and theater scene. And then there's the iconic live like Anne of Green Gables show that I they don't put need on there. Any, I don't need any part of a live Anne of Green Gables show. I'll tell you that right now. Wow, but I, I was okay. looking I was looking at theater and stuff and they've got this like Victorian theaters and stuff. I'm not I don't I don't I don't need that. It's nice that they have it, but I would much rather have like a fiddle festival on the beach kind of out in the open so but i'm not you know but let me let me tell you something that's interesting you say that the next day lucy starts to feel a little faint Uh okay remember lucy we found her at the graveyard oh my god i know i already know where this is going she starts (laughs) she starts to feel a little faint and she's like you have to get me home you have to get me home and we're like lucy we don't know where you live like we barely know you and she's like i will point you in the direction like let's get in the car and you just have to drive you just have to drive and she drives us and we start driving through prince at Ed- prince edward island national park and this is a, this is like the most beautiful iconic part of prince edward island this is like Anne of Green Gables land or whatever. And we pull up to this house. And Amanda, this is the, the link that I just oh, sent you. Oh, no. The, you are and, not. And Lucy's house is Lucy Maud Montgomery's birthplace. The author of Anne of Green Gables. This this is the ghost of Lucy Maud Montgomery. That we've and that's had. why she couldn't eat at the fireworks festival. That's right. That's exactly right. Wow. So, so can you take out, a tour of this house? You, picked you can up take a, a tour of the ghost. house. Yes. And you can take a tour of the house 
So now we're in Green Gables land. She's like, thank you so much for getting me, for getting me home. I am, I, I, how do I thank you? What I want you to, to do is enjoy, there's the Anna Green Gables heritage site and that's all around this place. She's like, go enjoy it. Now you have, now what she says to us, which is something they say in Anna Green Gables, which is you're my kindred spirit. And that's why we, we invited her into our hitchhiking or into our car was because we felt like she was such a kindred spirit to us. Mm. And so she says, just like Anne says to her best friend, Diana, you're a kindred spirit. And you go and you have fun within the Anna Green Gables heritage site. And we do. And we go to Avonlea. The, the village of Avonlea and we look at everything and at the end of the day we decide you know what let's go have ourselves a picnic so so what and that there's nothing more Anne of Green Gables than that and what we decide to do is go to the Prince Edward Island the preserve company and that's the li- last link you've got there oh, I'm and well this aware is the, of this oh my god so you can go, it's on this little like farmstead right on this river and you go and you can get a picnic lunch. They have the most beautiful preserves. It's on this beautiful farm. You can walk around and we go get ourselves a picnic lunch, eat it on the river. And we, the, the four of us go, wow, what a trip this has been. And we go home, new women. Amazing. I love it. I'm obsessed and this is like I should save it for my trip, but I'm obsessed with this preserve company. It is so beautiful and all their treats. They have like amazing pies. They had these like delicious looking tarts. You can also get like lobster there. And it just, it looks I, like the everything. loveliest. Like you and I would definitely, we would go to the preserve company and spend all day there. They've got cheese, curd and honey, candy and chocolate, beverages. Oh, and you don't, and what I'm going to get there too, and they what they sell is it's a big thing of Anna, Anna Green Gable uh, raspberry cordials. You can get a bottle of raspberry cordial, which is basically just like raspberry syrup juice kind of soda thing. And so I'm going to get one of those, but they have, it's just, and these little picnic baskets they do are so cute. You can get a, a dessert and a sandwich and a salad and your drink, and you can go just sit right on the river and just enjoy it with your friends. It's the most, it's the cutest thing. I, I've, I'm obsessed with that jam company. I, it was like, I didn't find that until the last minute of planning my trip. And then I was like, holy crap like this is my favorite part about my trip and it's making me really want to go to prince edward island because this place just looks it's like a little farm shop but there's also this beautiful restaurant and you're right on the water and it's just yeah like oh my god i i just really got to get there I know. I, I honest to God, this is like of all the places we've done. This is like Maria Central, the top of my the top of my list. And the reason I didn't go too Green Gables esque was a lot of that stuff is very touristy, and it would be fun for a couple hours. But I definitely would, you know, wouldn't want to make that my home base in any tour there because there's so much. And I didn't even go to the other half of the island. There's just so much there. It just seems like the cutest place and just so many every restaurant looked wonderful bakeries coffee shops bookstores they've got record stores they've got everything everything there's um victoria row down in like the main town and it just looks like these uh, little boutiques and they're like also the history is so interesting because um just of all there was like the french settlers and then the british settlers and then they had an Mm -hmm. influx of irish immigrants so there's like a huge celtic and irish history and like not to mention all like the native people who were there before any of these assholes even got there 
they have a bunch of like heritage that you can learn about them. And I just think there's so much going on on what apparently is the smallest province in Canada. It just seems like it would be, I mean, it would just be the perfect trip and the hotels are so freaking cute. They're so cute. It all looks in, incredible. And I truly can't wait to go. I was going to say, I'm so glad one of us got to plan this on a luxury budget because that's, you know, would be a really great way to see the island. But I will say, um, you know, my trip, it's definitely more locals only vibes. Ooh, interesting. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll see what Amanda Lund's up to on Prince Edward Island. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, so as a reminder, I am traveling for a wedding. I'm roughing it and I've got a gift card. So I'm not traveling as myself. I'm traveling as a, a character and I'm not going to PEI for the first time. In fact, I'm returning home. Oh my God. Okay. Okay, so this trip is inspired by like literally every book I've ever read. Okay. So, and you'll kind of understand as I go through it. It's just like, it's a beach read. Great. And what what a better way to have a, a, a beach read story than somewhere where you read a beach read. Okay, so here's my sort of premise. 10 years ago, I packed my bags in the dead of night, left a note for my father, took the rickety old sailboat out to sea and vowed to never return to the place that I love. But when an invitation to my former best friend, Kara's, wedding arrives in the mail, I return to the red cliffs and green gables of Prince Edward Island, hoping the secret I buried all those years ago remains unearthed. And where, can I just ask, were you still on the ship when you got this letter? Yeah, I was on, I've been on a sailboat for like maybe 12, 13 years. Okay, so but you have like a port that you go into and you get your mail, right? Uh, someone brings it you- to, to me. I have a couple of friends out on the oil oh. rigs. I oh, stop. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Got it. Okay. And my name is Sarah, but everyone calls me Sandal because I'm always in sandals. Ew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you see okay. a girl's name being Sandal? Sandal. Yeah, I guess I can. Sandal. <laughs> that would be a fun like picture to draw. Sandal claws. Sandals claws. And it's a like a Santa in sandals. <laughs> oh, well, like fun. Iconic surfer Santa. Of course, it's been done. Uh, okay, so just a little bit of backstory. Uh, Kara, my old best friend, she comes from a prominent uh, Prince Edward family. And she's been the potato queen for f- in high school for four years in a row. And so this is a real thing. And I'm going to just show you this every year because Prince Edward Island is known for their 
amazing potato crops. And in fact, they export them all around the world. There are apparently these amazing potatoes. And every summer, there is a potato blossom festival. And I'm showing you the Facebook the Facebook page for the potato blossom festival. And there's a beauty pageant where they crown a Miss Potato Blossom. Now, this is wonderful. And I did come across the potato aspect of Prince Edward Island. There is a museum, the Potato Museum, that is ranked like one of the best museums in the world. Yes, it (laughs) is. It's supposed to be amazing. And their big mascot is just this huge potato. I love that. Okay. And as you can see here, here's a picture of Miss Potato Blossom 2019. She's very cute. So just to give you a little bit of insight on who Kara is, she's Irish um, heritage and she's like her family's really important there. And me, I'm from sort of the wrong side of the tracks and it was an unlikely friendship, but we were inseparable, um, like best, best friends until the summer of 2010 when I fled. So, okay, so I had only $50 to spend on accommodation. Luckily, Prince Edward Island is known for its camping. There are many um, wonderful like beachside forest campsites. There are these big family friendly campsites that have sort of like activities, Uh, but I'm kind of private. And so the other thing that you can do is if you go to hipcamp.com, you can rent people's private land to set up a tent on. That's nice. So this is where I'm staying. And this is only, I think, like $12 a night for me to set up a tent. The Grumpy Professor's Prince Edward Island Retreat. Ooh, this looks gorgeous. It's leafy. It's leafy dunes or grassy dunes and a little lake. Yeah, it's beautiful. And and he has, um, I think there's like a little eco shower and like a compostable toilet. So there are some amenities. And this, um, it's a walking distance to the beach. It's just very... Very pretty. There seem to be some lavender fields and, yeah, a little pond. And it's okay. So now the price has gone up. The Grumpy Professor has raised the price to $19 a night. Okay. This is interesting. He probably saw that people that he was getting some traffic on his site <laughs> and he, he said, All right, time to. to- Time to raise up the price. I think you're right. And so he says, bring your tent, trailer, or tiny home and spend a few days on my artist and mathematician-friendly LGBTQ plus positive, mostly vegetarian property amidst nature, spectacular sunrises, magnificent night skies. We're good for pets and families. And sometimes we have a little cabin available. There's a phone charge station, outdoor shower, and composting toilet. And I just am going to scroll down here because he also offers certain activities that you can pay him to take. So uh, one of them is you can pay this guy $20 for a beginning drum lesson. Wow, that's cool. For $35, you can have a language experience is where it says ideal for young children learning to read or new English teacher learners. This 1.5 hour language experience will have you making, breaking apart and rereading a sentence in English. Bring your camera for an interactive picture dictionary. So it sounds like maybe he'll kind of teach you to read for... Cool. All right. Awesome. I like, you know what I like about this? He's kind of like, he's going, what, what can I do? What can I actually (laughs) do? And then he's just charging for it. Yes. And and my favorite one is a chess or a math lesson. So this is a, and thus there's the grumpy professor himself, uh, a one hour chess lesson or math discussion with the grumpy professor. This includes tea and snacks. And that is $30. Snacks. If I hear tea and snacks, you've got, you've got it. You've got me in. 
<laughs> you I would know. do, would you do the math discussion or a chess lesson? The math discussion. I, yeah, I don't know what, I'm sure he'd talk about like how like division isn't taught correctly in school and how easy it is to just like carry, you know, <laughs> the one. You know what I mean? Being like, uh, it's yeah. so easy if you just, you know, everything's divisible by six, you know, something like that. So that's where I'm staying. I'm setting up a tent. And, you know, the grumpy professor, he's probably like a distant cousin of mine, like because we both are from the island. Yeah. Okay. So um, the first night, I kind of planned this all around the wedding because, of course, I'm in town for the wedding. So in a way, I used it as a loophole to stretch my budget a little bit because, you know, weddings are hosted. Mm-hmm. So for the welcome dinner, we're having what's called a lobster supper. Okay. Now, lobster suppers are a local island tradition. Um, You basically, in the province, there are these large dining halls, which um, the practice of feasting on the island's prized seafood has origins of summer fundraisers and church basements, yet lobster suppers have since grown into a big draw for visitors wanting to get a taste of this island tradition. So there's one here called the Fisherman Wharf Lobster Supper, and it's in this sort of wood paneled dining room and what part of the what part of the island is this on just like where where are we located in like where is grumpy professor and all that so like this is um north rustico is the area where this lobster supper is so let me pull up a a map because mine is maybe not as geographically accurate as yours but the thing with this island is it's not you can get around it on like with a car or a bicycle. Yeah, for sure. So this or is ship. or a ship. Yeah. So this is North Rustico. So this is kind of oh, it's a little bit north, I guess, of uh, Charlottetown. Yeah, it's north. It's north. It's northwest of Charlottetown. Yeah. So you're you're staying kind of toward uh, on toward the other side of the island than I was originally. Yeah, I think this is kind of more the locals area. It's not. It doesn't have as much of the tourist stuff. Um, and so the right. lobster supper essentially is a a big lobster buffet and uh this specific place is known for its 60 foot salad bar that has 30 salads including seafood chowder and mussels this looks great yeah and what looks amazing to me are these homemade rolls that you get they're so fluffy and then of course the desserts are supposed to be amazing they have like this uh what you're seeing here is a strawberry shortcake and they also have, I think, what's supposed to be really good pies. Yeah, that looks great. So we're just eating in this big homestyle lobster hall. You get a whole lobster, and or you can choose any, you know, whatever seafood you want. And then you basically have access to all of the sides and the 60-foot salad bar. Right. And I bet your um, Sarah is kind of like... You know, she's known for not having much manners because she's on a boat all the time without anyone around. So I'm sure, you know, she's kind of digging in in a way people around her maybe aren't used to. Well, you mean sandal? Sandal, I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think they have to eventually ask her to leave because she hasn't probably eaten really well like this in months. She's been living out on the boat and so that she goes to town on the salad bar. Yeah, she probably has like a, a like an entire lobster in her left hand and then like a head of lettuce in her other hand and she's kind of like going back and forth. Okay, so now I just checking in with my story here. Um this is around the time we see a flashback 
as I'm sort of getting to know Kara again, and by the way, she's she's like engaged to some like dud. We can call him like a, how about H A? Okay. <laughs> so he's H A. Huh. Huh. So here's a flashback to me and Kara chasing each other up the stairs of an abandoned lighthouse, laughing when we were kids, like like teenagers, okay. like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you would get pers- you would get prosecuted if you had been found in that lighthouse, is what you're saying? Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Okay, so then um, my first activity is the bachelorette party. Hell yeah. And of course, it's me and Kara and like, you know, all her new girlfriends and her kind of like, you know, prissy girlfriends. Let's do a quick improv um, where you walk into the bachelorette party and I'm Kara- I'm one of Kara's like uh, well-to-do friends, okay? Okay, I come in and I'm probably like not wearing shoes. Yeah. No, see, I'm wearing sandals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're wearing sandals and they're just like, and your feet are just like annihilated they're just like covered in dirt and sand <laughs> maybe a few crabs and mussels growing <laughs> off the side yeah there's like mussels all stuck to your foot hey hi you're you're sarah right or i'm sorry sandal uh yeah you can you can call me whatever whatever works so what's it like being back in your hometown i heard you kind of left a while ago you ran away from something i've been uh I've been gone for a while, yeah, but you know, this place, things don't really change, especially the people. Well, I'll tell you what, I still have my crown from when I won the potato um, festival. What is it? The beauty potato? (laughs) Is the potato beauty patch? You're the potato queen. Well, I'll tell you what, some things don't change. I still have my crown from when I was awarded the potato, when when I was crowned potato queen. Uh, Yeah, I can see that you're... You're wearing it. Oh, am I? <laughs> Silly me. And it's not even my day. Uh, anyway, con- congratulations on that. Uh, I'm going to go find Kara. Are there any drinks at this jam factory? Mm. I'll tell you what. If you can find one, let me know. Because after talking to you, I need a stiff one, honey. <sighs> and then I go to leave. And just as I'm about to leave, I'm running out because I feel so out of place. Kara comes in and she's like... Sandal, you're here. You came. I'm so glad. <laughs> and she gets Stop gives, calling her Sandal. That's, that's my name. Crazy. Okay, that's my name. And by the way, that was a perfect improv because we are the girls planned her bachelorette party at the jam company. Which is where I know you want that is where you want your bachelorette party to be. <laughs> I pro that would be the perfect my bachelorette party a perfect bachelorette party would be a high tea and a picnic by a river. Yeah. I mean, that's what you're going to get at the jam company. And I just put here uh, the picture of this rhubarb custard meringue tart because oh, this looks so freaking good. amazing. I saw those too. That's kind of what drew with it. They, they know what they're selling because that was on their webpage. And I was like, uh-huh, I'm going. Thank you. It looks I love rhubarb. Amazing. So do I. Uh, you know, a strawberry rhubarb pie, a little slice oh, of heaven. Oh, better. I want that. Yeah, I want better. that so bad. Okay. So then I go, you know what, like this jam company's great and all, but how about we kind of mix it up a little bit because, and this is where my gift card comes in. I got some friends who run the Deep Roots Distillery and they said, they said they'd hook us up. So drinks on me, you know, come on girls. Let's like hop on our bikes and go right over to this small batch craft distillery. 
So uh, a little bit about... This is cute. Yes, it's super cute. A little bit about just the distillery. With prohibition lasting over 40 years on PEI, home distilling has long been common around the island. Deep Roots was originally an apple farm, and it's still an extension of the Beamish Organic Orchard, started by a former teacher and his wife, who became distilling, who begun distilling apple brandy not to waste excess apples, but grew to become a beloved local distillery. Besides apple brandies, they distill a cane sugar-based spirit similar to moonshine or sugar shine with whispers of unaged rum, not-too-sweet maple liqueur, absinthe, blueberry, one of the most common berries on the island, and a local tart hacksap berry liqueur. So, and then this place is basically this red farmhouse building, and they have like a really cute sort of outdoor space and picnic tables, and you can do a little tour of the distillery, and then you can, you know, get your drinks and go sit out on like a picnic table and they also do live music and it just seems it's seems really fun and it's definitely something that I would want to do if I were in Prince Edward Island and of course I'm pulling out the absinthe I'm going absinthe all around past that absinthe right drink it down 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 (laughs) and so Kara drinks too much absinthe and she decides to let loose she kind of puts on her wedding dress and she goes running into the water for a night swim and she ruins her wedding dress okay and like we're laughing and having so much why is she wearing her wedding dress she just like pulled it out she had it for some reason with her Oh, my God. Okay. Um, And we're just laughing kind of like how we used to. And then there's a flashback. This is teenage Kara running into the ocean water covered in blood. (gasps) Oh, no. Uh Oh, something tells me that lighthouse keeper got it. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. So then the next morning, we've all sobered up. And I go, we got to go antique shopping so she can get another wedding dress. Okay. And so I thought... Because was the other one maybe a little like, it was kind of like not Kara's vibe? It was something her mom was making her wear. It was like just, you know, everyone would expect from the potato queen. Right. I got it. It was a potato sack? (laughs) Yes. It was a potato sack. Because then I was thinking, like, actually, me, Amanda, something I'd really love to do on Prince Edward Island is go antique shopping, because I'm sure there's a lot of stuff. So there's a website called peiantiquestrail.com, and it's just all of these all around the island. There's all these little antique shops, and they are just these little standalone, like there's one called Rose Cottage Antiques and Gifts. I'll just pull up their website here so you can see. And they're just these really charming little cottages that seem like they have like oh, adorable yeah. ceramics and little tea sets and some vintage clothes and stuff from like the history of the island and old nautical antiques, you know, and then a bunch of stuff that's like maybe just washed up on shore. And so we just spend the day sort of antique shopping. She finds sort of like probably some sort of scary Victorian wedding dress that she buys (laughs) okay and then while we're at Rose Cottage Antiques she pulls up this old sailor's hat and embroidered on the inside is the name O'Brien and then the old woman who's sitting at the antique shop looks at us and just goes shame what happened to him oh no Uh okay so 
Kara and uh, Kara runs out of the antique store like hyperventilating, and I chase her out. Okay, and you do trip. You do trip because you are still wearing. Sandals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have my feet are covered with muscles, barnacles. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. So then this is where I'm going to kind of reveal the mystery because there's another flashback here. Okay, so this is Kara and I in high school. We're running up the up to the top of that what we think is an abandoned lighthouse. And then when we get to the top, we start making out because we're not just friends. We're actually like we love each other. Right. Right. Okay. And so we're like, but we're hiding it because she's the potato queen and her family's not accepting of our relationship. And was she just, she was probably just crowned potato queen. Yeah, she's got a, a Do you know what yes. I mean? Like, this is the night of the potato queen festival. And it's like, it's even less about like us not being straight. It's more about like, I'm from the wrong side of the tracks. Right. And her family is conservative. You know, they are conservative. Um, but anyway, so then as we're sort of like up doing our thing in the lighthouse, the old fisherman O'Brien comes out and he goes, what are you girls uh-huh. doing? Um, and anyway, there's some sort of altercation. <laughs> He comes at us with his big fisherman's hook and Kara pushes him over the edge of the lighthouse and he falls into the water. Oh, my God. Well, what? Kara. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's that's a bad decision. Uh, Well, she was trying to defend herself. But also Kara has a lot of pent up rage because she's a bird in a cage. You know what I'm saying? She's a potato in a sack. I say, Kara, we have to get out of here. Like, let's run away together. But she can't bring herself to go because of her potato queen responsibility. And what are the responsibilities of this potato queen? It's just kind of to be there a year later, right? Yeah, you, you have to give the crown to the next winner. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's the reveal of the mystery. So then... At the wedding, and by the way, she's getting married at this hotel that looks, it must have crossed your path. It looks so beautiful. It's called Dalve by the Sea. Yeah. It's, it's gorgeous. Number one of Canada's top romantic places. It is just this huge, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just this huge manor. It's got lodgy, yeah, inside it's like dark wood, a grand staircase. It's very lodgy vibes, like like a summer lodge, if that's a thing. If, if that's a thing... This is it. You know what I mean? It's got a big fireplace at the center. And you can rent. There's like cottages to rent in addition to the rooms. And there are all these. You're right. It's very cabin-y. But it's it's just beautiful. And honestly, it would be like a dream wedding. And they do weddings there. But it would be a dream wedding location. And it's very historical. I guess it was. I'm seeing these old um, historic you just, photos. You, you clicked over that pr- Kate and Will, William were there. You just what? clicked over it. Where? Yeah, the print. Get out of there. Prince oh William and my Kate, God. Duchess of Cambridge, visit. And they're in a tent and um, they're kind of, they're looking at each other. They're going, wow, can you believe it? Do you uh, see this woman behind them? them? There's a chef behind them trying to take a sneaky photo of them. Yeah. Could you click to the right? I'd like to see what else happens here on their visit. Wow. Oh, my God. It's a he's holding a royal event. Wow. This is amazing. Gosh. And th- these must be the owners because they're standing with sort of an Irish looking couple. It, maybe they're at Kara's wedding. This could be pictures from Kara's <laughs> wedding. I don't know how how well to do Kara's family is, but they're connected and definitely connected to the British aristocracy. 
Wow. Wow, that's incredible. So anyway, that's where the wedding is. I'm just wrapping up here, but essentially Kara's going to go through with the wedding, even though we've reconnected. Wow. I'm still in love with her. She's, you know, has feelings for HA, but she also loves me. Just when she's about to say, I do, a police man bursts in and oh. says, old man... <laughs> No. <laughs> Old man O'Brien's body just washed up on shore. And we're saying, well, why are you telling, why are you interrupting a wedding for this? So we all run out and, and it's sure enough, his skeleton. Oh my God. They didn't even have to test it. They just knew it was his. They knew it was his. So his skeleton uh, has rushed, uh, washed up on shore. I tell Kara, like, I'm going to take the fall for this. Like, you have too much to lose. Like, I'm just... I, I'm just a water girl with barnacle feet. Like I, you go have your happy life and I'm going to like take, I'll turn myself in. Okay. A water girl with barnacle feet. Okay. And so then I forgot to mention this, that when I was staying at the grumpy mathematicians farm and I was taking my math discussion, my $30 math discussion hour, he kind of made some reference to like, I saw you at the lighthouse that night. Whoa, okay. And so I'm keeping my distance from him going like, this guy's got dirt on me. So then I go, okay, I'm dead meat because I see the grumpy professor talking to the police and he's kind of like looking over at me and I'm like, oh, shoot, oh, shoot, oh, shoot. And then the local police come over to me and I'm like about to spill the beans and say like, I pushed him over the edge when the police say, well, the grumpy professor just told us everything. He saw old man O'Brien that night in the lighthouse. Guy was drunk as a skunk. He fell right over the ledge. It all checks out. Case closed. Hmm. I have, I don't quite buy it. <laughs> Why? Because, because you told me you saw from your perspective, Kara pushed him over the edge. Uh, Maria, the grumpy professor's lying. He's covering for us. Oh, Oh, what are you horrible? What are he's, cov he's covering for Kara because he he's grown to like let you know like us and support us. Right, they had a nice math discussion. Yeah, after our math discussion, and then you know, uh, cut to Kara and I on a sailboat, and we're leaving Prince Edward Island. Will we ever return? Aww. Who knows? Wow. Well, I mean, it's you know. Part of me wishes that you guys would go through the legal system, but the other part of me says, you know, you got away with it, bon voyage. So, yeah, what a what a beautiful, scary love story. Thank you. I mean, yeah, it's kind of um, a coming of age romantic thriller, I, I might say. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I know it was I, I had to do my best with a roughing it budget. And I think I I accomplished that. Oh, I think you did. But I think that Prince Edward Island, I think like the I, I'm there's such beautiful campgrounds. You picked a beautiful, you know, ho like home to be in. And there's like like just gorgeous beachside campgrounds all throughout. And I think that it is honestly a great place to go like like in a camper or camping and all that stuff. It's a great d destination. It's got a little mm -hmm. bit of everything for everyone. Totally. And I think you're right. It's like your dollar goes pretty far there. I mean, unless you're doing tons of lobster, because of course, like the lobster isn't cheap. Yeah, I think it's like, it would be a great place to camp and just take walks and swim and the beaches are supposed to be amazing. Yeah, I know. 
I feel like we didn't even scratch the surface, but it's definitely it's definitely on my list of places I'd like to go. And I, you know, I would love to go to a lot of places you talked about. Yet again, creating vacations I can't wait to go on. Well, well I'll see you at the Jam Factory. And and don't forget to vote for whose placation you'd rather take by following us at the Big Ones Pod on Twitter. And email us at the Big Ones Podcast at gmail.com if you've been to Prince Edward Island, if you've always wanted to go, if you have any inside information, or if maybe you know a local police officer that might be able to take down Kara and Sandals. <laughs> It's only one <laughs> sandal. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, it's time to discuss next week's placation. Where are we going, Amanda? We are going to the one, the only Mexico City, Mexico. <laughs> now, neither of us have been to Mexico City. I've never been to Mexico. You haven't. I've certainly been to Mexico, but I've never been to Mexico City. And it's a place I've been, you know, considering putting to the top of my travel list. So I've I've heard it's a beautiful city, amazing food. I've watched a couple travel shows about it. Uh, and okay. that's where the buck stops for me. All right. Well, let's spin this wheel of adventure. Let's start with budget. We've got roughing it, which is spending zero to fifty dollars a night. We've got economy, which is spending up to $250 a night. Extreme comfort, which is spending $250 to $650 a night. Luxury, which is $650 to $2,000 a night. And Clooney, which you must spend above $2,000 a night. All right, Amanda, I'm going to spin for you. Luxury. Very nice. I can make it work, I'm sure. I'm going to do my budget now. Here we go. Round and round she goes roughing it can you, okay. do you think you can handle it i think I, I i think i can i think i can i can rough it i think i can i think i'll be pleasantly surprised how how far you can stretch your budget all right we've got a new wheel this week and this is travel personality so usually we do occasion which is like girls trip eat pray love yeah but this week it's a little different. We're going to just give each other what our vibes are on the trip. It's our so the wheel of travel personality. And those options are party boy, travel influencer, romantic, thrill seeker, history buff, or foodie. Okay, Amanda, I'm going to spin for you. Here we go. Okay, I kind of want foodie. Thrill seeker. Wow. Okay, thrill seeker. It looks like I might be climbing some pyramids. <laughs> scaling the hotel you're staying at oh, like tom cruise and mission impossible yeah exactly here we go on. foodie and on, honestly on a roughing it budget there's probably so many good like street taco stands you can visit you're gonna just have to go off the beaten path i mean that's gonna be yeah, and i trip. will yeah yeah this is gonna be this is gonna be a real um i i'm gonna come back a changed person i think I mean, this honestly, Maria, sounds really fun to rough it, be a foodie and roughing it. It's like you're backpacking, essentially, and yeah. like eating your way around Mexico City. That sounds incredible. Yeah. Okay, and now we're going to do our travel surprise. And this is a wheel we usually do. We've added a, a couple new things. We've got gift card baby, which means you can kind of do one thing that might not be in your budget normally because some someone probably gave you a gift card. Meet a stranger with a secret. Mm. 
you have to see some form of live entertainment. You have to take one day trip outside of the city. You're traveling with your mother-in-law or you've got social anxiety. Now, let me just preface this that we're not dissing mother-in-laws. I personally happen to love both of my mother-in-laws. I have a uh, bonus mother-in-law and uh, I don't know what to call the... the, There's a uh, uh, two (laughs) mother-in-laws. And also, you know what? My mom uh, used to travel with my dad's mom all the time. They went to Egypt and they went to Africa together and they had a blast. So I, wow. I'm not thinking of this as a negative thing. No, it could be she. Uh, look, it's your story to tell. This could be, okay. you know, she could be someone that kind of shows you how to seek the thrills. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, like the internal thrills. Well, yeah, or the external. Okay, here we go. I'm round and round she goes. I'm traveling with my mother-in-law too. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Wow. I just think like, I mean, I guess, yeah, why wouldn't Mexico City be a great place to take your mother-in-law? At least we didn't yeah. get Party Boy. Because Party Boy and mother-in-law would have been hard. That's so true. Okay, so on my trip, I'm I'm going to be on a roughing it budget as a foodie traveling with my mother-in-law. And I am going to be on a luxury budget as a thrill seeker traveling with my mother-in-law. All right, everyone. Well, we'll see you next week on Playcation. Bon voyage. Help us plan our next playcation. Get in touch. Email us at thebigonespodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at thebigonespod. Powered by ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.